Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Steel Wars is returning to the Scum and Villainy Cantina on Saturday afternoon, March 10th, for a special podcast panel commemorating the finale of Star Wars Rebels. The weekend of its conclusion. Join a special expert panel to break down the pros, the cons, the ins and outs of the Ghost Crew and their adventures. And react to what will be a controversial finale. And Australia Steel Wars returns to the Melbourne International Comedy Festival for three shows over the Easter long weekend. Friday the 30th of March, Saturday the 31st of March, and Monday the 2nd of April, 2pm. Tickets for all these shows are available at SteelWars.com. guys and welcome to the steel wars call-in show i am comedian steel saunders and i do love star wars and this weekend sunday monday we got our first two glimpses of han solo sorry sorry solo a star wars story interestingly enough i'm into this hashtag business you know hashtag content i enjoy uh following the hashtags of the world and I noticed that at Star Wars, the official Star Wars Twitter account, their hashtag is Han Solo, not Solo, which is quite strange when you think they could have just, if that's a better hashtag, why don't you just call the movie Han Solo? Or is there different rules for hashtags and movie titles? Maybe there are. Maybe there are. But we will be taking your calls on the solo trailer. I am hoping that Araj is on the line right now. Can you hear me, Araj? Hello, still, can you hear me? I can hear you, but you have to be able to hear me. All right. I would tell him to call back in again. His phone. How are you guys? I just posted a, uh, a couple of videos today. I had, uh, for Patreons, there's an extended video of the Han Solo reaction video. Uh, and then just on the normal YouTube, we have got my reaction video and my immediate reactions after seeing it for the first time, sadly by myself, sadly by myself this time. But um, that's what ha- you can't get many people to come around to your house Monday morning to watch a, a Star Wars trailer. That is um, what I have discovered the hard way. But I, I thought it hit the mark. It just said to me, hey, we're going to have a fun, fun adventure with uh, these guys. And while I wait for Raj to uh, call in, I might take uh, a couple calls and see what the crew think. We've got uh, Aaron. How you doing, man? Not too bad. How you doing, Steel? I'm real good. It's Aaron from the OKC. Um, how did you find the uh, the two bits of content for us to devour this weekend? I uh, I enjoyed them. I feel like I I kind of feel like what you said uh, a second ago that it just needs to be like fun. Like I feel like that needs to be the Han Solo movie. I've heard other people say it, and I, I feel like that's kind of the biggest thing is. The movie needs to kind of just be fun. I mean, we already know these characters. I imagine we'll get some kind of a backstory. But for the most part, I mean, most people know who Han Solo is. Most people know who Lando is. Chewbacca is kind of universal. Um, yeah, I, I, I think it looks and 
I'm the hardest thing for me to get over, and it, it's going to be the biggest hurdle for the movie in general is Han Solo is Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford is Han Solo, separating the two. I will say, Alden looks pretty good, sounds pretty good. Other than like that last little line, that we're fine, we're all fine, at the end, which you know is a whole thing. But some reason what that way? line. What, just, no, no. What, what's the whole thing? What's the whole thing? I just meant, I mean, we're fine. We're all fine here. How are you? It's kind of a reference back to A New Hope, that whole thing. Pretty, pretty subtle. Pretty subtle. It wasn't... Um... Sure, sure. No, no. No, I, I didn't have a problem with that. I think it was more the delivery. The delivery didn't, for some reason, earlier in the trailer, like when he says, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a pilot, best in the galaxy, I'm like, yeah, Han Solo. But I, I, something about the delivery of that line, I think, that sticks with me. But the delivery of that last line, for whatever reason, doesn't doesn't work for me. But honestly, like as a whole, I'm excited, and I don't think. I mean, I know everyone is going to call in tonight about one thing, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and just I want to be the first person to say, yeah, I'm in love with Lando too. He looks beautiful. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited to see what Lando's got. I think Donald Glover looks amazing. Some Lando love. Now, Aaron, we've been um, – I, I put up this Twitter poll. I love doing these Twitter polls, you guys. And uh, so far, we've got 522 votes on this one. It's been up for, I don't know, a couple of hours. So you, um, I'm going to take uh, a, a gauge of the, the, the callership. Um, so after the solo teaser and posters, uh, my hype level for the Han Solo movie is – which one, Aaron? Ridiculously higher, higher – the same or lower? I would say I would say ridiculously higher. I Ooh. was I, I, going in. I was like, my, Han Solo's always been my guy. Luke Skywalker's your guy. Han Solo's always been my guy. And and the, the biggest thing is, no one else can. I just no one else can be Han Solo. So that's the hardest hump that I've had to get over, which I think is going to be hard for a lot of people. But so I was kind of like, eh, on the movie. And after the, I got The Last Jedi out of the way. After that was kind of like, after I've had a chance to breathe, I'm like, yeah, pardon my French. The, there's a, there's a Han Solo movie. Come on. The kid that I wanted to be when I grew up. There's a movie about that guy coming out. Yeah, he's had three movies, whatever, four movies, one that made me cry a lot. But, <laughs> but it's that guy. So I'm, I, I, was, I, I didn't really – I was kind of iffy on it, and then I started coming around after The Last Jedi. And now after seeing the trailer, I'm just like, yes, give me this movie. I'm excited. I think they can do it. All righty. Well, well, first up, I just have to remind everyone to, to watch, the, uh, watch the language when they call in. We're, we're going for uh, some clean content. But uh, Aaron's very excited. But uh, we'll, I am uh, very excited. Yeah, leave that there. I'm sure Eric will. Uh, oh, actually, I'm editing this one. Damn you, Aaron. I'm really annoyed now. I'm so uh, sorry. <laughs> hold on. Here, I'll do it. Hold on. Hold on. I'll give you a clean X. No retakes. No retakes. All right. You wait there, Aaron, because I believe we have got our co-host for tonight, Araj from the Sith List, on the line. Are you there, Araj? All right. I am here. Can you guys hear me? We can hear you. Isn't that exciting? That's amazing. What's up, guys? How are you? What's happening, Araj? I, I have How to you say, doing, I'm, Aaron? Doing little, I'm, I'm doing this poll, Raj, with everyone, and I will adapt this poll to this podcast, and now I'm ridiculously higher, more enthused about this podcast that you've managed to call through. We were having some serious technical issues. And <laughs> yeah, um, we sure were. I, I'm, I have literally never been happier to hear you. Literally. Literally. That is from the bottom of my selfish heart. Um, where are you <laughs> on this uh, solo teaser, Araj? Are you ridiculously higher, oh. higher, the same, or lower? Oh, ridiculously higher, for sure. Ridiculously wow. higher. If I had if I had a word to uh, describe it, I would say enthusiastic is 
is uh, how I see it. I, I'm very, very pleased with the trailer, the teasers. And uh, I, I'm very happy that the Internet hasn't gone crazy. As far as I know, I've been at work all day, but hasn't gone crazy and hasn't started bagging on, on Alden just yet. So I'm very happy about it. Yeah, I to be um, to be honest with you, Raj, because most of the time I do lie to you. So for this time, I'm going to be honest. After yes. the Super Bowl teaser, I was a little bit concerned just that they they hid him the entire time. Do you know what I mean? They didn't right. Right. give you a gauge, and I was like. Yeah, I'm, I'm, um, I'm just going to hang on to that feeling and, and see, you know, this is a two-part um, play we're seeing here with these two. So I'll, I'll wait to see, um, you know, what today's one brought. And I was, I was pretty impressed. I'm feeling it. I'm buying him. Yeah. Yeah, so was I. I was a little worried right when initially you saw him in the beginning. I think that's him in disguise talking to the Imperial officer. He looked really small and tiny. And I was like, wait a minute, uh, this is the complete opposite of what Han's supposed to be. And it kind of hit him throughout the, the first Super Bowl trailer, like you said. And then at the very end, he just lifts his eyes. And uh, I'm like, okay, well, they're trying to hide him for some odd reason. But today's was just, it was great. I love seeing him. Yeah, I, I, I really bought it. Aaron, you're not, so, you're not so high on it all. You're a bit more suspicious. Is that right? Uh, just, I mean, honestly, it's just that last line that bugs me. Something about it. I don't know what it is. Something about it. But for the most part, I'm, I'm, I'm sold. I mean, I'm gonna see it at least three times. Like, I, yeah, I, I'm not the people that they're marketing to. I am. I, I, I bought, I bought three tickets about a year and a half ago when I heard it or whatever. So, I'm not the target there. I. I I hope that the tra- the trailer kind of, like I said earlier, kind of portrays a fun aspect to it. And I hope that there's, I hope that we get in there and it's just a lot of, I feel like an early Han movie should be fun. I feel like mm-hmm. there should be a lot of action, a lot of, I mean, there's got to be, I mean, the, the comedy gold between Han and Chewie when they first meet and their early relationships and getting, getting to know each other. That's, that's got to be fantastic. Same with Lando. Hey, I, I've just had a quick glance at the live chat. We have, we have a live chat going on Blog Talk Radio if you're listening to, listening to the show live. And Charlie Ashby, Ashby sorry, my, my buddy from the UK, has just unveiled the, the news, which is news to me, that those paintings or those posters were hand-painted. Those, those four oh, yeah. oh, wow. Yeah, I uh, actually uh, Luke Cruiser from the Bad Motivators pointed it out to me those were painted, and I because when I looked at them I thought, wow, those are interesting Star Wars posters. And then when you zoom in on them, you can totally tell they're painted, and I think that is a fantastic move on Disney's part. I'm yeah, I am one of they're beautiful. I'm a I'm a Drew Struzan fan. I I'm not a fan of the photoshopped heads, floating heads, and stuff like that. I, I love that they're actually actually drawings. I think it's I think they're beautiful. On that with you know how nice the posters are, my least favorite, and I'll be interested to know if, if these if like it's weird. Like Aaron didn't like that last line. I thought it was great. I'm interested to know if this at all was. But my least favorite part of the teaser was the moving solo letters. I just thought it was. Huh. Just the solid, yeah. just show the, the font. Keep it classy, you guys. I've seen 3D graphics before. <laughs> I'm done I, with I, it. I feel, what am I, I am I like watching those... this trailer on Netscape? No. <laughs> I, I feel like, though, they're trying to make up for the Rogue One title. I feel like, like we got to do something because that Rogue One title was just bleh. So I feel like they're trying to right. make up for it now. Yeah, I didn't know yeah, they made up for it in the right way. Just show me the logo. <laughs> it's not spinning. It just looked like, like like a YouTube video, like someone that's made their YouTube channel and they're like, I'm going to get some sick graphics going. And it looks, you know, admittedly quite professional for a YouTube channel. But, you know, for a potentially billion-dollar movie, 
It's like, show me the logo, bro. Come on. Keep it classy. <laughs> right. That's just me. That's, it, that's it, my it little... Didn't, it didn't feel like Star Wars. No. No. I, and, and I do get stuck in that OCD thing of like, they've never done it before, so they should never do it again. So, um... <laughs> right. Yeah. But, um... What what was your favorite shot, Aaron? Oh man, I think my favorite shot was just that that cheesy grin Lando shot of him. It looks I wanna what I wanna say is that it's him sitting at a sabat table. Like I, uh. I maybe it's him on the Falcon something, but that shot where he's got his hand up and he's just got a smile on his face, like I was just like, That's Lando, man. That was my favorite shot. <laughs> Typical what my one was, and I, like, this was a shot I'd envisaged because of, like, the, the potential sort of Western theme of the movie, mm-hmm. was the reaching down opposite a villain in, like, a, a showdown, reaching for his blaster. Right. Like, cowboy style. Yeah. Very Sergio Leone. Very Sergio Leone. Very so, cool. Very dope shot. shot. Dope shot. What about you, Raj? I, there's There's... A couple. My favorite shot is the Falcon just doing that little spin and knocking that TIE fighter with its pretty much its back end and doing a 360. I love that. And I love the traditional Lando flip of the two fingers with his droid. Um, harkens, harkens back to the Return of the Jedi, a little flip that he does with his fingers. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that was very cool. Very cool. I, I'll tell you what my least favorite shot was, and I'm probably going to get some some uh, grief for this. I thought that the the motor, like the racing parts, felt very rebels to me. Especially the the uh, stormtrooper flying around. It just it, it looked a little weird. I liked how it looked, but when the crash actually happened, the stormtrooper kind of flipping up and down, it instantly reminded me of rebels, which is not a horrible thing. I just uh, it, it just exactly went to there. My head went to there. Well, that is so a very loaded. That is a very loaded observation because for some people it's like, it's a disc. I know. The other people are going, yeah, just like Rebels. That's <laughs> I know. That's what, exactly. Sal exactly. was excited. Yeah, Sal, yeah. Was, Sal probably saw that and went, hell yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> Sal sees everything and says, hell yeah. It's always <laughs> sunny. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. That's what uh, <laughs> it is. his sitcom will be called. Aaron, um, I'll put you back on hold. Thanks so much for calling in, man. Thank you, guys. It was good talking to both nice. of you. Have a good night, guys. Yeah, nice talking to you, Aaron. You too. Um, let's go to – I think we've got someone calling in from Australia, so we'll get them off hold. Great. It's um, – I think it, their number would be 04397. If that is you, who are you and where are you calling from? Hello? Yes, that would be you. Steel Mirage? Yeah, that's us. Hey, it's King Tom. I am not in Australia. Oh. <laughs> King Tom. Sorry, dude. I, yes, okay. I, I, I was, see what I've done now. No, King Tom, I'm always right you, in my Star Wars reporting. You are currently in Australia. You just don't know it. Um, oh. There's no answer to this. Just accept it. Okay. Okay. You, you um, even I, got an Australian accent right now. Oh, yeah. Good, good day, mate. Now oh, Steel's going to block me forever. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, okay. That was awful, King Tom. Hey, hey, hey. Blame Arash. He encouraged it. Arash encouraged right. him. King Tom, um, where, I wa- are you, where are you in my poll? Are you... Um, I am the very... Higher. Higher. I, I was high already, and I am even higher now. And I wanted to announce... Um, this spring, I'm going to be investing in a line of uh, men's fur coats. If you guys want to get in on the ground floor in this exciting opportunity, I think, you know, we're going to revive the thing from uh, Jerry Seinfeld, uh, was it 20 years ago now? You know, Alden, Alden and Donald are bringing the work back. Hell yes. Yeah. Hell sure. yes. Um, I have to, um, I will mark myself down to, so just for the record, I am higher. I uh, okay. came out of that higher, and yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what what was your favorite shot, my man? Uh, Araj kind of said it, but the little Lando and the droid giving the salute 
and then the jump into hyperspace right after that. Uh, that just, I, I know, I, I, I kind of feel bad for Alden Uh But, you know, it's because people, people have been positive about him for the most part. But everyone has been all about Donald Glover and Lando. And I, I'm, I'm totally on board that train. You know, that little weird train they had in the first trailer, which, by the way, I liked that the second trailer just wasn't all of the material from the first trailer plus um, I hear that, buddy. new stuff. I hear that. Yes, yeah, absolutely. I liked how they were two separate things. But I, I am fully on board with Donald Glover as Lando, and I'm very interested. Like, I wish we could have heard him speak. You know, his, his smile and his, his glances are more than enough, but at the same time, I want to see him, I want to see him speak. Yeah, that would have been great. You know, he was going to come out of this thing golden either way, and for him to come out and social media go crazy about him during these trailers, <laughs> it's just even, even crazier how, how much he nailed it, you know? Right, right. And it's just the look. It's, you know, he hasn't said anything. It's just the look, the little salute, the smile, the wearing the yeah. fur coat, and then the other shot with the cape and the weird tied kerchief scarf. Yeah, and, he, and I think Aaron's right. I think they're, they're sitting down there gambling. They're doing their thing. Who knows? Maybe that's where Han wins the, the Falcon. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe. Interesting, yeah. Interestingly enough, Lando's in the Falcon while Han's piloting it. <laughs> right. So, you know, I always sort of thought, you know, this is just in my head, the head cannon, as they say in, in the fandom, <laughs> that when, as soon as Han sort of won the Falcon, that was kind of, they didn't hang out after that. Is, is that sort of... Yeah. Did you guys have that in your head that it was yeah. like that was sort of the final, like, nah, and... That was like they didn't, yeah, that was sort of it for them. Was that in your head or did you think that they were mates after that? That's, that's what I thought, especially because um, Lando's line in Cloud City, you got a lot of guts coming here after what you, especially after what you pulled. Yeah, that's exactly right. And well, maybe and if something happens and who knows if we'll see it in this, in this movie. Like I said before, I have a feeling if this the movie does well, which is going to do well, either – we're going to get an, another sequel out of this or we're going to get a Lando spinoff because Donald Glover is going to be received so well. And maybe we'll find out exactly what happened, you know, in mm-hmm. the upcoming movies. Yeah. I, I'm interested to know, it seems like there's three time periods in the film. Mm-hmm. And I'm interested to know how many of those time periods Lando is in. I would yeah. say definitely yeah. not the first time period. Uh, definitely the second. And, yeah, I don't know about the third. Also, <laughs> this is something I haven't heard anyone talk about. What is the narrative structure of the film? Is it... Exactly. Is it chronological? <laughs> is it flashing back and forward? Like, what, what is that editorial choice? I've, like, we've had no hint of that. No, no, that's we haven't. Be, that's true be, because because Han seems to understand Chewie really quickly. If if this is happening all all at once, if he finds Chewbacca, gets whatever the life debt is, whatever they're going to go with, and then all of a sudden he understands Chewbacca's dialogue when he's talking to um, Woody Harrelson's character, which is mm-hmm. uh, Beckett. Yeah, that's that's true. That's a good point. Still, who knows if they're going to go flashbacks or or what. I tell you Bacon. another thing that I've always wanted to hear in a Star Wars film as a line, which we got today, and that was, "I'm getting a crew together." <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, putting together the, a crew. Ocean's Eleven. Oh, <laughs> I think that I love, I love Ocean's Eleven. Ocean's Twelve was it's just such a betrayal with that Julia <laughs> yeah. Roberts playing Julia Roberts business. But um, 13, bounce back. But, yeah, I've always wanted – and I think – I'm not sure. Again, another thing that maybe I assume that other people didn't, but I always thought Rogue One was going to be that Ocean's Eleven, you know, sort of, um, you know, plot with all intricate, you know, parts of the plan where 
in the actual film, their, their plan was quite ham-fisted and just, <laughs> let's just see what happens. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Do you, do you think yeah, it could have been somebody misinterpreted? Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, do you think it could have? Do you think it could have been somebody misinterpreting? You know, way back when, because I, I remember hearing those spoilers too. But what was it like three years ago? Somebody misinterpreting the upcoming stories and getting Rogue One and Han Solo confused. Yeah, that's very possible. That's exactly mm-hmm. right. Well, Charlie is in the chat room, and he says that the thing I love about it, the Ocean's Eleven, seems to be one of the complaints about this film. So that's interesting. The thing I actually wanted is um, yeah, right. That, mm-hmm. You know, that's taste for you. I have, um, of course, these, these painted posters have inspired the the parody one. This is the best one I've seen. <laughs> it just came on my feed, and that is um, for Star Wars: uh, A Star Wars Story Solo, Lumpy from the Holiday Special has got his own <laughs> hand painted poster. Nice. So. Um, I will give that a retweet now on my Twitter feed if people want to check that out live. <laughs> but that is uh, that is classy. That is a classy bit I of will, photoshopping there. I will be waiting for the Lobot one. Yes, of course, the Lobot. Lobot. Um, anything else? Uh, what was your least favorite part of it, Tom? My least favorite part, I, I I wasn't as on board with the music. I realize it's a temporary tr- trailer music, um, but it, it, and this was more last night. I just felt like I kind of wanted to hear more of the Han Solo theme and not so much the Star Wars theme, but I understood why they had to use the Star Wars theme. Yeah, I've heard that a lot so far. And I would have I liked more exteriors of the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, the uh, the Falcon, the changes in it really didn't get that, you know, that, that clear um, shot for the mainstream to sort of gasp at. It was all quite crowded <laughs> in the, um, the space octopus scene. One of the yeah. most shocking scenes yeah. in the history of Star Wars, that there are giant space calamari out there waiting to get giant space deep fried so I can have a giant space tasty deep fried battered treat. I am 20,000 leagues above the sea. Sounds yummy. Mm. Well, uh, thanks so much uh, for calling. Oh, sorry, uh, Raj, what were we going to say, mate? Oh, Oh, no, no, I was going to say that was a pretty pretty surprising thing, the, the octopus. Plus, I... I love the fact that the Falcon is pretty much going to be a character in the film. And it, it's, it's, such a, it's genius because if we're start, starting to feel lost in these new actors' portrayals of our beloved characters, seeing the Falcon on screen brings us back. You know what I mean? Brings us back in mm-hmm. and gets us to normality for a while. So, uh, yeah, I love seeing the Falcon. I wish there was more of it, but uh, I think they know what they're doing with that. It's kind of going to save as many... Falcon shots as possible. Uh, thanks so much for calling in, King Tom. It is uh, thanks for having pleasure me. Pleasure to talk Star Wars with you, my man. I'll, I'll, I'll get back to Australia now. I'm going to check out that big rock in the middle. Bonza, mate. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you, Tom. Put yeah. another smoke theory on the Barbie, my friend. <laughs> um, I should also point out while you're on YouTube, checking out my solo teaser reaction and my immediate comments. Part four of The Last Jedi, one month later at the Scum and Villainy Cantina in video form is up. So uh, if you want to see all the facials, you, you were there, Raj. You got to see them all live. But um, for other people... I, I, I saw them, yeah. I saw them in 3D. It was fantastic. <laughs> I could smell them. I saw Jason Ward's glasses floating in my face. Oh, my God. Jason Ward and the sunglasses. <laughs> what is happening? I, I, yeah, I, I have now. They're so bad that I don't... They're, they're like the sand line in Attack of the Clones. It's so bad that I, I don't want it to go away. Uh, let's go over to the East Coast and talk solo teaser with Patreon supporter Katie McCourt. How are you doing, Katie? 
Hey, how are you? Hi, Katie. Was, um, I love these Monday calls because I can do them. It's great. Yeah, I have. Um, I was thinking about that whether you know people can get at me on in the Facebook group or on Twitter or wherever they want to or in the chat room um, and let me know if Monday is a bit easier to uh, to remember and and to get to because I think it would be less strain on my week if I did it on a Monday because. You know, sometimes you go in places on Friday nights, you guys. You know, Hollywood's a, an exciting town with many entertainment opportunities. Katie, in my Twitter poll, ridiculously higher. Higher, the same or lower? Where are you with your solo hype after this teaser? I'm lower. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. I'm higher after the TV spot, and then I saw the full trailer, and I was just like, well, and I'm not, wow. I don't want to dismiss it because I haven't seen it, Um, you know, and I just, all right, here's my problem. I wish it came out in December because I feel like everything I'm going to get from this movie, I'm going to get, like, 10 times more in Infinity War like three weeks earlier. Um, and I know that's like a really specific thing and that's just me and, you know, whatever. I just have to deal with it. But, um, I mean, then like the bar is really low because it just has to beat Rogue One. Um, and Lando already makes it beat Rogue One. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, like Rogue One was everything I don't come to Star Wars movies for. Like it was pretty and the score was great and I love Krennic. But other than that, I didn't really care about anybody, and the lack of character development killed me, and I, I totally get why people like it. Um, but my issue looking at this is, like, Han's big arc, and I love his arc, comes in, like, A New Hope went into Empire Strikes Back, and I just don't know what they're going to do with him, um, if they can do anything with him, and maybe they'll do something cool with Lando's arc, or maybe they'll do something cool with Tessa, or um, I'm sorry, Tessa Thompson, who I wanted to be Amelia Clark, and I still say it in my head because I'm still bitter about it. Anyway, um, yeah, either with Amelia Clark's character or with um, Danny Newton's character. So again, I, I don't want to like judge on the teaser trailer, right? But I don't know. I just, I don't know, like, it's it's going to be fun, and that's great, but um, that's really all I can say for it, except, and I may be way, way, way off base, but the I know it's not a car, but whatever the thing he's driving, um, I don't know if that's supposed to be like an American graffiti throwback, but... Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. That's what came into my head. But so if that was in any way supposed to be like a point out, then that's cool. But um, yeah, 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 that's exactly what came in my head when I saw it. That's exactly what I thought. Yeah. I mean, it's such, I have to rewatch it. I haven't seen it in forever, but, um, uh, yeah, so I yeah I don't want to judge it off of the teaser, but right now it's it's lower. What was your favorite wow. bit? My favorite. What um, did you think of those titles? They were pretty sweet. The way they swirled around. <laughs> I'm here for the titles. Um, yeah, I mean, um, again, everything looks amazing. I have no complaints on that front, and I, I don't. Uh, I guess I agree with the the Shadow Lando because I'm like all here for Lando. That's all I care about, um, unless I'm pleasantly surprised by you know Amelia Clark or something or Sandy. But um, yeah, I guess it was Lando. It needed way more Lando. Maybe that you know, honestly, as soon as he says a line, I'll probably be like totally on board <laughs> but since i don't have that yet i'm just kind of like 
Okay. Cool. <laughs> oh, How do you think Alden did? <laughs> I just, okay, okay, but again, like I just it's gonna be better than Rogue One and that's really all I care about. Well, I think the studio is hoping that it makes more money than Rogue One. If it does that, then they're they're going to be ecstatic about it. That's for sure. Uh, I think it's absolutely going to make money. Like, oh, my God, all those people are like, it's going to bomb. It's like <laughs> it's like saying a Marvel yeah. movie is going to bomb. Like, if Ant-Man didn't bomb, Solo is not going to bomb. <laughs> Plus, it's, it's Ron yeah, Howard. It's not going to be a terrible film. I just... It, yeah, I think that's a ridiculous argument. Because, like, bomb is such a harsh word. I think a lot of people don't – because a lot of people will look at Star Wars statistics as benchmarks as, like, yeah. how well the movie did. I know that's what everybody did with Flash Jedi. And it's like, yeah, but those are, like, ridiculously over-industry averages. So they're not – obviously, you can use them as benchmarks. But, like, at the end of the day, these films are making way over-industry average, which is the oh, real yeah. benchmark. It's- so I don't. And if it makes it make, if, if it makes like seven hundred fifty million dollars, there'll be people out there that that'll say it bombed, it tanked, it was awful, it didn't make any money. You know. Oh, what I mean? know. And it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 There's definitely um, with the interpretation of the Last Jedi figures, there's been some very misguided use of the stats when I, I posted this thing about a week ago and it's all the, the drop in sales between the original film in the trilogy and the middle film. So Star Wars, um, Empire, Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones and The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. And they're all in the 30 to 34% drop. So mm-hmm. there's a pattern. Do you know what I mean? Like regardless yeah. of what the, um, you know, the different, you know, inflation and all that sort of stuff, it's, they all suffer that, you know, about a 32% on average drop. So to say that the 30% difference is because of, you know, the quality of the film, like, you know, it, you, you still might be able to, and you can say that you didn't like the film and this is what's wrong with it, but citing the box office, it's just, you're like misrepresenting what those numbers mean. Exactly. Yeah, and not only that, like, Jason Ward pointed this out, but, you know, he said something about how we saw, like, Force Awakens, like, a ton of times, but he probably won't see The Last Jedi as many times, because it's not fun. It's my favorite, and I saw it way more times than I've seen the other ones, but it's, I didn't see it because it was fun. I saw it because that's just, they touched on a lot of themes that I like to dig into, but I absolutely see where people who even love the movie will only see it, like, four or five times, or maybe they saw you know, Force Awakens seven or eight times, because it's just an easier movie to sit through. It's better paced. I mean, that plays into this stuff, too. I wouldn't be surprised if Solo just made more money. You know, maybe people liked Rogue One more, but, like, this is just more fun. It's easier to say, like, oh, I'm bored. Let's go do this, you know? So, yeah. yeah. And there was a 30, and there was a 30-year wait for Force Awakens where you had grandmothers going. You had people that normally don't even go to theaters go with their kids and go with their, you know, their, their siblings, because it was like a phenomenon. And the last yeah, year, like, didn't have that aspect to it, you know? The, the, the wait, the post-Return of the Jedi storyline, and, you know, the original uh, trio coming back, it, it was a perfect storm. Hey, um, exactly. I'm going to uh, bring on Emily Lind in New York. How are you doing, Emily? I'm good. Hey, um, I, am, I just have to... I just have to run downstairs. So, Araj, uh, you get Emily's uh, survey and highs and lows of the teaser, and I'll be back in two seconds. You got it. All right. How are you doing, Emily? I'm good. Okay, but first of all, Araj, you owe me a terrible joke. Uh, Oh, a terrible, like a dad joke. Yeah, you owe me a dad joke. You promised. I did, I did. If people don't know out there, I am the king of really bad dad jokes. So I will, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll give you a dad joke. Um, okay, so Luke, I'll, I'll do a Star Wars themed dad joke since I'm on Steel Wars here, uh, the Colin show. So Luke Skywalker, um, I was watching. Well, I was watching Empire Strikes Back, and my my wife Lorena was like, "Hey, uh, why is Han cutting the tauntaun to put 
uh, Luke in there. This is such a bad joke. I'm so sorry. You, you caught me off guard. I, I, had a, I had a great one, Emily. Now you caught me off guard. And then I said, well, it's to keep him lukewarm. Wow. Is that, that really was, bad? Okay. That's pretty bad. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I apologize. I apologize to everybody listening. Emily, you caught me off guard. I didn't think you were coming on so quickly. I had a good one, and now I totally lost. So I apologize. Okay, well, you can say, we can say that one for another day. Yeah. So, what'd you, Emily, what did you think about this thing? Did it, was it expectations better, higher, lower? How did, what did it do on your scale? Um, I would say after the Super Bowl teaser, my expectations were way higher. And then they came down a little after the after the TV spot on really? America. Just like Katie, just like Katie. Okay. Well, that, why, why is that? Well, that Super Bowl trailer is totally my aesthetic. Like it has that sort of Blade Runner, cyberpunk sort of look to it. Mm-hmm. And and that's just like that's what I gravitate towards in sci-fi. Um, and in the TV trailer, like the one that the, like the actual like longer one is a little bit more like a little bit more goofy. Okay. Which it was, it, it's um, not necessarily a bad thing because it should be like a fun adventure movie. But right, they're just the, such a difference between those two spots. The the gotcha. first one. For, for a film that was meant to be, um, you know, the most lighthearted Star Wars film, it was such a brooding introduction. It was so Blade Runnery and like that, yeah, sci-fi noir sort of looking thing. It was the second one was totally well. That that was the, the second one was what I expected the sort of tone to come out in. I thought the the Super Bowl one was quite strange. For for you know when you compare the two, you'd think it'd be opposite. Actually, they would have showed that one first. What we saw today, yeah, kind of, because yeah. people like happy stuff. Hey, uh, Emily, I I missed it, but what was your um your Twitter poll rating? Um, it's it's higher than it than my excitement was, but my excitement coming before the trailer was at zero. No, no, we're not. We're not judging total excitement. I'm just here to gauge what the trailer did. What, which its, its job is to to raise it, no matter how high you started or how low you started. So, kudos to the trailer Overall, for getting Emily two, out of that zero trailers, status. With the two trailers combined, it, it's higher. Good. Nice. Okay. All right. All right. Um, Katie, thanks so much for calling in, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, Katie. And Emily, where can the good people of the internet hear you break down the solo teaser with a casino employee from San Diego? Um, <laughs> that is the Canto Fight Dispatch, and we're actually recording tomorrow night. And you can find us on, you know, iTunes and SoundCloud and all those good places. Any bad places? Probably all of those are also bad places. Okay. I can tell you a bad place. I mean, we're on on Twitter. Twitter's a pretty bad place. They were on the Sith list this last episode, that's for sure. (laughs) Oh, yeah, we were on the Sith list. Double plug. That's what I thought you were going to say, Emily. (laughs) <laughs> Did you refer to me? Normally, like the normally the mean thing is the first thing I think of, but man, right. enough, of this, um, enough of this cyberbullying. I'll talk to you later, Emily. All right. <laughs> Bye, Emily. All righty. So uh, we have got a bunch of people on hold, and uh, I think maybe we'll take uh, one or two calls before we hit the uh, Patreon bonus section. But we will get to everyone who is calling in live. And if you're listening live, stay tuned. Go chat in the chat room and enjoy. You can call in on 646-668-8360. And if you are Skyping in for overseas, just add a little plus one, set it to America. This 
the server is in America. So let's go to 403. Who are you and where are you calling from? Hey, Steele. Um, it's Emma. I'm calling from Edmonton, Canada. Emma, how you doing? You're in the chat room right now, yeah? Yes, I am. What's what's the, what's the buzz in the chat room? What are, what are the what are the kids talking about? <laughs> um, hot cakes. It looks like. <laughs> um, I don't. <laughs> I don't really know. Hot cakes. Alrighty. Oh, capes. Capes. We're talking about capes. I want to talk about capes. Okay. Okay. Capes. Capes and hot takes. Um, on my yes. Twitter poll, where are you ranking? Ridiculously higher, higher, same, or lower? I would say I'm higher. I wouldn't say I'm significantly higher because I don't feel like it, like I like this is a film that I need to see. Like I need this in my life right away. But I'm re- definitely more excited for it now than I was on Saturday. Cool. Well, that's yeah. a nice job. What was your um? What was your favorite part? Um. Well, I love seeing Mandy Newton. Um, cause she has this huge blaster in her hand and I just, I was so, I was so nervous about how she was going to show up in the movie and it looks like she's going to be totally awesome. Um, but I also love that shot of, um, Kira coming down the ramp or something like that. And she's got this huge full cape and I think Mendo has a, uh, has a good competitor when it comes to best capes in Star Wars now. I mean, <laughs> on my show, file the reputation of my countryman's Bad enough, beautiful cape. How dare you, Emma? It's a good cape, man. I don't know. <laughs> it is a legitimate cape. It's, it is beautiful. Like, as soon as I saw that, I was like, I want that. That is, like, the most gorgeous thing I've ever seen in my life. And... I just it it props to the costume department because all of the costumes in this in these trailers look absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, they, well, they, they do. They're, they're, setting up, they're setting up cosplayers for a long time with these amazing things, amazing costumes. I love it. Kate yeah, Fever. I mean, Kate Fever. Kate Fever. I mean, Lando's got a fur cape. Like, holy crow! That is just. I'm I'm just so impressed. Like everything I've seen from the costumes is just everybody looks amazing. Even Han's like gross, dirty white and black thing just looks ridiculously amazing and I'm so excited to see <laughs> not only what fans are gonna do, but like how that's gonna show up in other merchandising as well. 'Cause like I really wanna get my hands on a lot of this stuff. I think Woody Harrelson needed a cape. He did. Everybody needs a cape in this movie. Everybody needs a cape. Everybody should have had a cape. <laughs> Chewy, cape. Millennium Falcon, Chewy cape. Cape, cape. yeah. Oh, this is what I would like. You know, there is, there is, of course, talk and speculation that we will see Jabba the Hutt cape. Ooh. A cape, <laughs> Jabba the Hutt, salacious crumb next to him, cape. Bib Fortuna, not in the movie because he's the worst character ever in Star Wars. What a great film this Star Wars is going to be. Yeah. I'm into it. Totally. And if we get um, Boba Fett, he already has a little mini cape, right? He does have a little poncho-y cape deal. Oh, like, yeah, he's got that concept <laughs> yeah. poncho as well. Um, anything make you nervous, um, Emma? Um... Uh... No, not really. Like, everything looks really promising, which I know is such a boring thing to say. I mean, I am I think I'm just going to be nervous about Alden's Han just until I've seen the entire thing because um, he's got such big shoes to fill. Um, I liked what I was seeing so far, though. I think he's going to bring his own thing to Han, and it's he still feels like Han to me. He's not doing Harrison Ford, but he is playing Han, and I think he's going to do a really good job with it. Um, but I'm still nervous about him. So that would kind of be my biggest thing is I don't I don't know how it's all going to come together when it's revolving around Han. So Yeah, well, I, I definitely think when it comes to if it's going to beat Rogue One, like all up to the people buying Han. If they buy yeah, in yeah. 
to accepting him for, yep. uh, as the young Han Solo than you're beating Rogue One. Because I think it's going to be, yep. and, and this is from the people that have, um, you know, a privy to the, the script, that it's like it was a fun story. And, yeah. you know, and that second teaser or the full length, I love, I love the oxymoron of the full length teaser. It's just, it, it makes no sense. But, um, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that, it, it had that, that fun all over it as well. So, if they buy, yeah, they buy um, Aiden, it's, uh, it's going to be a real hit. If not, it, it might not um, make that Rogue One coin. Did you guys yeah, think, did, did you guys think that Alden was and we don't see a lot of him, but he was just he wasn't doing a straight impression and an imitation of Han, but it was his version of Han, which I think is going to help him tremendously if he does it that way and he doesn't try to imitate Harrison Ford or like you know, sound and his facial expressions. It, it seemed to me that he was just doing his take of what Han would be. What what did you guys think yes. about that? I right. I completely agree with that. I think, and I think I've seen a, a few things where like he shares a few things with Harrison Ford, but he's kind of doing his own take on it. I think just like that kind of smug smirk when he thinks he's got them out of a tight spot, but he hasn't actually. Yeah. Um, is something very close to what Harrison would do, but he's kind of doing it in his own way. And I think I've, I've got I've got a lot of hope for him. I think I would say. Yeah. So do I. So do I. Me too. I'm pro. I'm pro. I think he. Um, I, I like what I've seen so far. I like what I've seen so far. Um, any any parting thoughts, Emma? Um, no. <laughs> um, I. <laughs> sorry, you just put me on the spot there, and I just completely blanked. But I think I think if people are totally willing to give this film a shot, I think um, the, they really have a lot of faith in the story, and I'm. I'm super excited to see what this story is going to be and how it's going to shape how we view um, the original trilogy and I think even the sequel trilogy in the future. And I'm so excited for this um, this extra chapter in the Star Wars story, I would say. It is a Star Wars story. Um, where, thank you so much for calling in. I, uh, I really appreciate it. And uh, I'll talk to you on the next show. Thank you, Steele. Thanks so much for having me. My pleasure. Okay, let's go to uh, one more call, and then we'll go into bonus time for the Patreon listeners. And uh, if you want to support the podcast and get tons of bonus content, including the after show, where we normally go another half to one hour after the show ends, uh, the Making Steel Wars show with Jason Ward, the Robo Report, and um, some bonus videos which got put up today. It's just $3 a month and uh, you get all ad-free content and it keeps the little podcast going, you guys. And that's probably a good thing if you like listening to it. Um, But we'll go to one more call. If you're listening live, it will keep going. And if you are on hold, we will definitely get to your call. But for now, we will go to 818. Who are you and where are you calling from? Hey, guys. What's up? It's Simon. Hey, hey, Simon, you know what? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 818. That's like the San Fernando Valley feel. I don't know if you've been there yet, but anyway, so Solo. I think I have. But um, we're here from you, Simon. Simon does does, uh, all the the recent photos from the Scum and Villainy live show, um, all the photos Simon took. So thanks for that, mate. Uh, where are you on my Twitter poll? Ridiculously higher. Higher, same or lower? Celebrating my 40th birthday this May watching Solo and being super excited about it. What about that? Does that sound good to you? <laughs> sounds great. Oh, that sounds pretty good. But what I'm doing is a scientific study if this made you more excited or not. <laughs> <laughs> yes, beyond excited. So, so ridiculously I, I about higher. Ridiculously higher, yes, deal. Right. So I was oh, actually thinking right. about this. Do you guys remember X-Men First Class when it came out in the movie theaters? Yes. Yes. I do. Love that remember thing. how there was, 
there was no press about it and every, everybody thought it was going to tank. It right. kind of makes me think about what Disney Lucasfilm is doing with this, getting everyone amped up at like the last minute for it with Solo. Kind of like we have our final product now. We're really happy with it. And here's what we got. And not just really something back in December or November, but just here's our final polish product. And we're very proud of it. I, I would say that the main motivator for not starting the promotion was just that they had another film that they wanted to spend money on um, with The Last Jedi. I, I, I think definitely if they didn't have that film coming out, they, they would have had stuff over Christmas. But they, in my mind, didn't want to confuse, you know, the market and, you know, like all this talk now that we're doing and, and social media is doing and, like, you know, like media website is doing, if that was in December, it just would have all gotten lost. All that free publicity would have gotten lost in the last Jedi hype. So, um, you know, waiting for the dust to settle, I think was a better motivation than admittedly, um, you know, a pretty good example of X-Men First Class, which absolutely ruled and like Solo was a retro film. So uh, Mm -hmm. what was your favourite part, Simon? I know King Tom mentioned it, but the pointing of the fingers with Lando, it just, and the music, how the way that was put together, the editing, I was like, yep, I'm on board with this. It's going to be a fun summer movie, lighter than the past two Star Wars movies we got, because let's realize, Last Jedi was some deep thinking that we had to do, and Rogue One wasn't a fun day at the beach. So I think it's going to be fun. It's going to, I'm sorry? No, I was going to say, oh, no, literally, I, I, it wasn't I, a fun day at the beach. Yeah, yeah it's a yeah. very interesting uh, turn of phrase there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think it's going to be fun. I'm I'm beyond excited, like, highly excited about it. And I'm, I would never imagine, as a kid, have a Han Solo origin story movie coming out. So I trust Ron Howard. I like the Lego guys. You know, now it's Ron Howard's film. It definitely felt like a Ron Howard trailer. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, it, I went, you know, it, it looks gorgeous. Yeah, it's, yeah, it looks gorgeous. It, it was action packed. It, it wasn't too quirky. It, it looked like Ron Howard has influenced at least the trailer and the teaser, whatever, um, to his style. Yeah, and I'm, I didn't mind that last line. Line, sorry, still. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm pro the last one as well. I, I'm particularly taken with this um, set that's by the ocean, with the, the pointy sort of temple things coming out of the ground, with, with Beckett mm-hmm. and Han Solo. There's something, I don't know, just that the cliff face and water thing. It's, um, I don't know, it, it's visually appealing. What about this? I'm not sure if you guys, maybe the uh, chat room can help me out. This, um, this droid that they've got um, chasing the red cape. Does that remind you, was there a droid in the Lando adventures, like the, the early, early, like 80s EU Lando books, a droid kind of like that, that he, he drove around the Millennium Falcon? Oh, I wow. That's there, right. I didn't even think about that. There's a droid that had another droid inside of him. And I can't remember his name. Right now, oh, yeah. small old droid would be great if that was in the movie, and that was a surprise. That would be a nice little nod, a nice little nod. Um, anything make you nervous about it, Simon? How much money I'm going to spend on figures. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are, some, um, there are some leaked toy images floating around that um, I... I believe are on the internet somewhere. So um, you can start, you can start budgeting, but um, thanks so much for calling in buddy. No problem guys. And we'll talk to you later. Cool. Cool. And um, while I think about it, we're we're just waiting for confirmation for um, another date or two at the scum and villainy. So stay tuned. If you're in that, that LA area and you want to, Hang with podcast royalty like a Raj. 
and the <laughs> sunglass right. one, Jason Ward. Um, we are going to wrap up the on-demand iTunes feed show. Uh, if you're listening live, stay with us. We're going to take a bunch more calls. And uh, if you want to hear those calls, just join us on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Steel Wars Araj. Your podcast, The Sith List, is a part of the Making Star Wars Podcast Network, but it is a little bit different to all the other shows on the network. Tell us why. Yeah, we so we are kind of like your Week in Geek podcast. We do, obviously, we talk a lot of Star Wars. We have a friend of the Steel Wars show, uh, Eric Struthers, is on our show. He is one of the hosts. And we do Star Wars, but we also dive into Marvel, DC, Walking Dead. We do Stranger Things, kind of like a potpourri of geekdom uh, that is mm-hmm. surrounded by, by Star Wars. So, yeah, we do all kinds of different stuff. Fox Office, you know, so that, that is, uh, that is uh, our shtick. And, uh, we, uh, yeah, we're on iTunes, Google Play, wherever podcasts are played. And we are proud members of the Making Star Wars Network, which is, uh, which is great. We're kind of like brethren now still. We are brethren. We have um, we are blood brothers. We we all get together, you guys. This is some behind the scenes um, info about the Making Star Wars Podcast Network. And to get initiated, you tie your headphones around all the other members' headphones, and they get in a big knot. <laughs> and then it is your job as initiation to untangle them and hand back the headphones to each individual member. And Araj passed that test. And it was a very proud day for all of us. So congratulations, Raj. Um, yeah, thank you. you that, did was it, a, buddy. that was an amazing moment. And um, yeah, so it. if you want to hear, um, you know, similar coverage to what we do here on Steel Wars for other franchises and um, hear a bunch of familiar uh, voices, um, have a lot of uh, shared guests, and I've been on there as well. Go check out the Sith list in Steel Wars news we have our uh, podcast up with jordan d white from marvel comics where i get to air some grievances of my um experiences with marvel comics and also get into a really fun star wars chat jordan is an absolute champ and uh check out the youtube which is um uploading hot we will have uh video segments from that last jedi 30 Days Later at Scum and Villainy going up all through the week. And check out my little solo reaction. It, it'll, it might make you happy. It might make you happy. Um, and Araj, how can people I, follow I you on... I'll say again, sorry? I said I saw that today, by the way, Steele. You have wonderful kneecaps. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful kneecaps and beautiful shins. Hey, man, come, come for the teaser. Stay for the uh, alluring kneecaps. Thank you, Raj. You're making me blush yeah. on air. Um, how can people follow you on Twitter? Or, or what's your Twitter address? I'm sure people know how they could. Yeah, it's at, it's at the Sith List. And, uh, yeah, you can just uh, follow me at the Sith List. And, like I said before, you can find us on all the different podcast platforms. We are all over them. Awesome. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Uh, stay tuned for tomorrow on the show. We'll have a full-length interview with the Suck Lord, a, uh, a very unique Star Wars personality that makes custom art figures in New York City. And it is a very interesting chat. If you want to get away from all the trailer and Last Jedi talk, this is a fascinating story through... Um, Star Wars history with the Suck Lord. So there's some good sizzle. Check that out. Uh, first up in the Patreon bonus show, we will have Brittany, our San Diego Casino consultant. So let's go and may that force be with you. We are in the bonus section exclusively for our live listeners and Patreon supporters, and we have got Brittany Brown on the line. Where are you ranking in my solo Twitter quiz? Oh, I'm really sorry to disappoint you guys right now. <laughs> Brittany, your voice has changed dramatically. Oh, oh my I God. I feel really bad right now. 
Uh-oh. <laughs> is this Rusty? It is. Are you calling Rusty. in on your sister's phone? Uh, no, this is my phone. Okay, well. <laughs> <laughs> Where do What's you up, rank? Rusty? Where do you rank in this uh, Twitter poll? Oh, my God. Well, man, it's definitely higher than I anticipated it's going to be, but I'm really looking forward to see what's coming next. Is it ridiculously higher or just higher? It's, I want to say it's ridiculously higher. I'm going to get out of the slippery slope here and go ridiculously higher. Okay, all right. Well, I will. I'm keeping score of these, and I will give out the total at the end of the show. Uh, what was your highlight in the teaser? Hey, you guys! If you've stuck along with the episode for this long, then we're obviously doing something right. So tell the world by going onto iTunes and leaving us a sweet five star review. It bumps us up the rankings, vouches to other potential listeners that we're doing good stuff and also makes your host feel warm inside. If you have a couple of seconds to spare to post one up, I'd really appreciate it, and I will see you on the next episode. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.